what's stopping us from just like bleeping cuss words? Um, what do you mean? We do. From I do that already. Bleeping, you mean? You bleep them? Yeah, yeah, I have to. Like boop, boop. Yeah. I didn't give it a little bit. Realize that I guess. Yeah, that's why I always get onto you guys for cussing. It's not because I don't want you to cuss, because it's more work for me. <laughs> I usually don't. I didn't realize we were gonna be. Yeah, I didn't know that. Holding. You oh, you're good. Hit record. Opening. I just hit record. I feel like you're supposed to uh, say that you're recording, like you can't illegally record. No, anything. it's way more fun to, for you guys to not know you're being recorded. You eventually find out. It's fine. It's fine. I do not consent. <laughs> Okay, well, get off the podcast then. Do not consent. <laughs> Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. I am your host, Josh, with... Nate. Seth. And special guest... Mary. So tonight we're going to be talking about uh, renewable energy, right? Sure. Re- <laughs> renewable energy, desalination, anti-aging in space, and much more, everything in between. Let's get going, all that stuff. <laughs> So, I don't have the, uh, the live drop tonight. I really like that. I feel like it really. Uh, it really does like tone. Get yeah. it going. I just couldn't find it on my phone, so it takes everything off. On it. like a high note. I could do it real quick if you guys want me to. It's fine. I guess. I've already imagined the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I want to talk about was um, just anti-aging in general. Um, I was reading some stuff earlier this week about just new, t- new technologies in general that um, are looking at extending like the human life. Um, and then crud, who was it? The article cited a guy I'd heard of because of the Joe Rogan experience. I can't remember his name now, but he thinks that oh. we're like the last generation of it's the last generation of mortals he thinks that like um this next generation will be functionally immortal if they choose to be how is that aubrey de gray no no he he was actually on the show recently um is that the aging guy that you're talking about he's one of the aging guys yeah but he's not the one that i was talking about this is a different guy um because de gray actually talked about that quote in that episode but i don't want to talk about that episode that's not what i was reading and that's not what um where i was really going with it Hang on, let's go back to Aubrey Gray real quick. Okay, <laughs> I'm joking. He's kind of awesome. <laughs> I was joking. I really like him. His his accent is fun. I I don't remember. We weren't trying to talk about this. You were trying to talk about something else. <laughs> no, there's just um. You specifically stated that you were. Yeah, there's just a lot of um, technologies out there and new, basically methods of just like healthcare and like regenerative healing and stuff that are going to. Hopefully, in the next, you know, 20 years or so, make it to where we can, like, drastically extend the human life. And what I'm curious about is what? No, go ahead. What I'm curious about is, like, what does that look like? I was going to say, how is that sustainable? Like, as That's what I want to talk about. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. That's, that's my whole point. Especially for co- countries, like, if it's going to be, like, a worldwide thing that this technology is going to be available especially uh-huh. in like third world countries where they're already s- super populated how's that even going to work i mean you're still going to have um like famines and people well birth rates have been going down globally for the last like what 20 years um i have no idea yeah i, I know it varies by country but like most okay. developed i think i heard that it was trending downwards but i don't know the number or anything i will look it up but that still seems crazy. Well, the rich countries would get it first. Well, yeah. So then it'd be on the rich countries to decide what to do with it, probably. And that just sounds like a bad... It could be a utopian nightmare. Yes, yeah, it's so nice. to say. <laughs> okay, the BBC says there's been a remarkable decline in fertility rates since the 1950s. Um, That's not good. Maybe, so maybe 70 not. 70 years. I mean, Maybe. That, I don't know why that wouldn't be good. We've had, we were worried about overpopulation there for a while. We hit what, 7 billion people. <laughs> and then we we're like, what are we going to do with all this? Well, is that like fertility issues or is that people have just decided to not have kids? I think it, I think both are included in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The total yeah. fertility rate is the average number of children. Blah, 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 sorry, wrong part. It has yeah. dropped. 
Go ahead, Seth. I think I actually, I was watching a Netflix documentary that like, like sperm counts have just gone way down and down and down and mm-hmm. they don't really know why. Yeah, I did see that too. So that's interesting. Average fertility rate, which means live births per woman uh, in the 50s went from 4.5 to now it's about just under 2.5 globally. Per womb? Woman. I mean, the same thing. Same thing in this case. I think of women as more than just a walking womb, Seth. But, you know, maybe I'm more enlightened than you. Fair. Yeah, I kind of want to know what kind of factors um, play into that. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously from the 1950s to now, women now, more women actually work. And um, some women don't even have kids. And then that's a choice. And. I don't know. There's just a lot of things that can play into that number. So, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, it says instead of being... Okay, well, so it's these three key factors. Fewer deaths in childhood, meaning women have fewer babies. Right. Greater access to contraception. Mm -hmm. And then more more women in education and work globally. Okay. Uh, women yeah. are having the most children in, it looks like, mostly West Africa. You you may have said already, and I just missed it, but ha- like, when did that trend sort of start? The 1950s. In the 50s. Yeah. Global access to food and water has gone up quite a bit since the 50s, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, as people are more economically well-off... They have less kids. They have less kids, because they're not... Get up to your mic, yo. Huh? You were like... Also, I mean... I think Josh mentioned this, but like infant mortality rates plays a, a part in that too. Big part, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, left less births if the babies you have actually survive. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes so. sense, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so birth rates are going down. So I don't think the population thing is going to be an issue because the, according to that BBC article, it talks about that first world nations are eventually going to hit the point to where a declining population actually becomes a problem. Um, mm. more than anything else. So I don't think that that is going to be an issue when it comes to like people living longer because there's going to be fewer people to live longer. Well, the the issue, well, one of the issues, I guess there are a bunch of interrelated issues, but that some countries are already starting to face is that like the median population age is getting older and older, right? Right. Yeah. And so people use more services as they mm-hmm. get older, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in the U.S., you know, you're on Medicare, like, after a certain age or whatever, and you're supposed to be able to retire and do all this stuff. So, like... All that gets pushed back. As, yeah, well, but also as the median age gets older, that means you have more and more people using this. Yeah, relying on those services. Population stuff. relying on those services. Yeah. So, I mean, it can definitely put a stress on stuff there. Um, but... We actually what? don't have a huge problem with that in a, in the U.S. right now, mm-hmm. because like Gen Z is pretty big, yeah, um, and <clears throat> so there's you know the the baby baby born generation was a huge generation right yes. so mm-hmm. now that they're all starting to retire and all that they're they are putting some stress on that there, but we really just have like it's kind of like we have a gap to cover between cu- paying for all of them and then like the next generation coming up. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not like as massive as most people have made it out to be. Does that make sense? Sure. Yes. Like people that are saying like social security is uh underfunded and it's mm-hmm. going to go under and all this stuff like there's ways around that and then really we should be back on track to for it to work fine. But so do we want to get back to aging? Yeah, well, yeah. well I mean this is all a part of that. It also kind of depends on how you Define aging and what kind of anti-aging we're talking about. Are we talking about just like elderly people live longer? Are we talking, or are we like talking about bicentennial like, man type yeah, kind of thing? Like which? I never saw that movie. Really? Yeah, that's a pretty great. Robin Basically, Williams you just get like parts. I don't know. He starts it's, off as a robot, and then oh, and he becomes yeah. human by the end because yeah. he's been switched out so many. Yeah, times. it's yeah. literally like. If the ship of Theseus were a person. Yeah. I was trying to remember what the ship's name was. Good good job, Josh. Um, 
Yeah. So if it's, and it may not be like switching body parts. It could just be that we develop technologies that maybe regenerate the cells we have, or yeah. we figure out a way to literally de-age people. Yeah. What that looks like matters a whole lot. We went too far. <laughs> <laughs> He's I mean, a baby a now. <laughs> yeah. But if it's the opposite and it's just that like people live longer, right? but you just like are old a lot longer uh-huh. than that. That's kind of what I was talking about. Puts more stress on. That's that's less ideal. Less fun. But yeah. if you're living longer, say you're you're. But like, it would it would just fundamentally change the the way that aging works because like, if you're like if you're living longer, you're staying old longer. You're like in that phase, and you're just sick that whole time. I mean, like that's why you die when you're old because like things start to break down. So like yeah. you wouldn't. You'd be extending that breakdown down if that was the case. Does that well, make sense? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why it matters. You would just decline. You would just take the angle of decline and like, I don't know. Stretch it into a ramp instead of a cliff? Because the way that we think about aging now is like, like when somebody's old and they start to have certain problems, you're like, oh, like that's probably not good. Mm-hmm. And like you can kind of see it coming a lot of times. Yes. Because you start having yeah. like, so if you could like see it coming then that means like you're fixing to die. Like, <laughs> so I don't think you would be old and like sick and broken down. I think that whole part would be the same length. The run up to it would just be longer. Well, I mean, it, like that's why I said it's important how we define like anti-aging. So is this long life, but with the current medical state? So like you're now able to live to be like 104, like a regular like lifespan. It's not like 104. But at 104, you're still like a geriatric 104-year-old who just got kind of kicked the can down the road instead of like being 104 but functionally like 70. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm kind of more referring to because I think that's where we're headed. I think like health-wise, people will be a lot younger than they are, if that makes sense, like physically and biologically. I think we're going to get to the point that that becomes the thing becomes like the standard pretty wild be crazy but what does that mean though good yeah i don't know (laughs) see i also wonder because like that's not really how it's been so far right no even though um Mm -hmm. mortality rates have been going up and up like Mm -hmm. forever basically not forever but like there's also more people, though. What? Mortality no, no. rates? Oh, wait. Like, what I'm saying is, like, people live longer. Live long. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah nope. Yeah. That's totally like, what mortality rates the means, av- too. <laughs> you know, the, the uh, average age expectancy mm-hmm. has, like, continually risen mm-hmm. over and over. Um, and it's like, you know, it's not like, I don't know, maybe it is. I mean, maybe... Maybe the way a 70-year-old is now is akin to like what a 50-year-old was like in the Middle Ages. I don't know. That's but a, I don't that's interesting. think so health-wise. I don't know, though. Like, I don't know. I, don't. I mean, I know that you can... So you can have tests done on yourself to figure out like what your biological age is. I don't want that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, yeah. I'd just be disappointed. Yeah. I don't... Yep. Uh, Would you do that? Yeah, I'd do it. I think I'm. I think I'm probably around the 30s. <laughs> like I don't think you I'm. You think you're like right on. You're yeah. like on track. Yeah, I think I could be healthier, obviously, but I mean, I don't think that I'm like functionally 40 or something. You know, hmm. I wouldn't do that. Like, I can still I do. It's like I'm not going to take an IQ test. I don't need to know that. I just don't need. To I don't know need that. to know how dumb I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I already have an inkling. I don't need like <laughs> a hard number. You don't need a piece of paper that says, oh man, <laughs> better yeah. luck next time. Certain things I don't want to know about myself, at least in concrete terms. <laughs> but yeah, you can take, you can take a biology, um, basically like an age test and they do, they do a stress test on your body. They test your, um, what are those called? Those cells that are like, crap. No. Telomeres? Telomeres? Is it telomeres? <laughs> yeah, it is. Telomeres. They like, they're like shorten over time. Yeah, they, they shorten as you get older, and that's how like yeah. they can tell like what age like you are, essentially, like biologically. Mary's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. 
No, I just I haven't heard of this, but oh yeah, it's a it's like the cell that like the older you are, the shorter it gets. And I mean that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what it does. I'm not a biologist, and our two guys that have like biology degrees are not here tonight <laughs> yeah. to help us. Well, it's just it's basically like, isn't it? Okay, all right, so take this with a grain of salt. But like, isn't it pretty <laughs> much just it's it's like coding within your DNA that just gets like oh we like lost that bit, and so like it doesn't keep. Like replicating, I think pretty so. much what it is. It's gotcha. like your DNA is like shortening, so because like it can only replicate itself into the future for so long before it starts to the like code break gets, down. The code starts mm-hmm. to get buggy. Well, that's what cancer is, right? It's just like your body developing certain mutations after mutation after mutation after mutation, and eventually it's like it becomes too much, and then all of a sudden it turns into cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I don't know, but I just think that like, I think that within our lifetime, we're going to see some stuff, some crazy stuff, like, um, when it comes to just the way, the way that people age, I think that we're going to see new laws being written because we're going to have people living a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if that technology develops and people are living longer, you're going to have to do something. So. But as long as the quality of life is good, I think it could be a really good thing. I think it could be a, a really interesting, fun. Like, cause think about like if you were like, well, <laughs> oh, okay, my mind went two places. My mind went like a really good place and then like a really bad place. So like, a really good place I is think like it could be really great. But I, actually, I, no, I just thought of something else. <laughs> it could be bad. And now I don't know. It's <laughs> scary. Don't. No, go but think there. about like if you were okay. So say you're ninety years old and you're functionally fifty. And like you're retired and you're just doing whatever you want. Like that's amazing. But I also thought about like what if you're not retired? What if you're like ninety years old functionally fifty and you're working at Walmart as a greeter? Yeah. Mm. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that does sound bad. Retiring with like sixty years of service under your belt. Yeah. That sounds awful. You also have to Unless you're living to be the richest 120, 140. The richest people are the ones that are gonna have access to this, right? Mm -hmm. It depends. So they're just just gonna be No, almost certainly. That's very cynical. They have access to the most technological advances, like, period. Yeah. Rich people always get stuff first, man. Yeah. Don't even. Okay. Just, like, economically, it makes sense. It's not even, like, it's not a conspiracy thing. It's yeah. just... It's just, like, literally the way the like, world works. Like, the brand new car comes out. If you have money to buy it, you can buy it. You have the new stuff. That new new. <laughs> that new new. I think it just depends on who that is the guy. one... Who? What, what group is the one developing, like these technologies and these medicines rich people i mean but like rich people have more access to medicine because they can pay so i mean it's kind of on the same vein that we're talking about here and then you just have these people like hoarding this wealth for another 40 and 50 years have you watched ultra carbon at all uh only the first episode that's part of it. Yeah. yeah there's, these people are functionally immortal because they can just buy oh, yeah. buy new bodies, essentially. And so That's they right. just push their wealth forward and they become richer and richer and richer. Yeah. And they live like literally on castles in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's a good show. Be pretty dope. Yeah. But also. I'd like, have a bunch of capes. That's very dystopian, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's kind of what I was getting at earlier when I was like, well, the rich countries would have it first and then. They would have to make a decision about who else they give it to. Isn't that what the plot of Elysium is? I didn't ever see it because it looked terrible. I never I saw it. Know. I never saw it. I know there was it was like a future where there was like a very stratified society that way. The super rich that like lived off planet. Yeah. And then all the plebes down here doing the grunt Dirty work. plebes. Yep. Pet him. Oh, he went under your chair. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared. He's being needy today. So, Seth, what was your... You want to talk about renewable energy? Which one do you want to do first? Desalination or... Dealer's choice. Desalination, I probably have more to say on, but... Uh, Let's do that first, then. So, basically, um, desalination plants have been around for a long time, right? Um, And it's been an idea that we've wanted to do forever, which is essentially turning uh, seawater, which is super salty into potable drinking water. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the problem is it's just always been super inefficient, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. we've we've known how to do it forever. It's just yeah. not productive. Just inefficient yeah. is a good way of saying it. Yeah. Inefficient. Uh it takes way too much energy to actually make the conversion mm-hmm. work. Is that because it relies on heat, the process, I assume? I don't know. I probably should have looked this up before. Because um, uh, the little like desalination things that you can buy, like in survival kits or whatever, like it it operates off of evaporation. So I assume heat is part of the conversion. That would process, make sense. And that's you why like, it's you evaporate yeah. seawater, and then the salt stays in the bottom, and the yeah, that makes sense. Producing heat is really inefficient. Yeah, but Unless now you have, like, um, fusion. There's a desalination plant that Tesla built. Of course. Uh, of course. Good old Elon. Open in, He's trying to it? block out the night sky. It's in Kenya, and it provides 20,000 gallons of drinking water per day, enough for 35,000 people. Wow. That is sick. It's, yeah, it's pretty great. And I, I think the breakthrough came in that solar panels are just becoming more and more efficient. Yes. yes. Right? And so when you have that way to convert what is essentially free energy, mm-hmm. and you can figure it out, um, then it... It becomes much more doable, mm-hmm. you know, than the the energy demands and the expense demands go become something feasible. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, the biggest barrier to a lot of technologies when it comes to like helping third world nations has, have always been like, how do we get the energy there? Because there's no grid system, not grid system. There's no infrastructure set up, you know. Yeah. So if we can just throw up six hundred. You know, solar panels. Yeah, infrastructure is a big... That's a big sticking point for a lot of projects. Yeah. Like, it's how to actually build it and get it from one place to another. Mm-hmm. But it says they're charging locals a penny per gallon of of water, right? Uh-huh. Which is pretty cheap. And uh, the plant's expected to pay for itself within five years. That's crazy. Oh, wow. So, like, that's just another way where... I mean, maybe we're getting to a point where we can actually manage things for the people we actually have here. I think it's hopefully. Yeah. I think, I think things are going to just keep getting better. I mean, that's the optimist in me. Mm-hmm. So, but there's research to back it up. And and I'm over here just like rich people are just going to hold on to all of it. Gonna hold on to all rich that people water. Are gonna live forever off planet. They're going to make us fight in their arenas. And we're going to have to dig through the piles of trash or left over from civilization. Pull out aluminum to sell. It's going to be like Wally. To build chips for the rich people. <laughs> I was just I don't thinking. know about y'all. I'm on the other. You're up, you're up with the rich people? Yeah. Okay. Am I there? Uh, no. Sure. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> sure. You're digging through the trash with the rest of us. Mm. Okay. If you work hard enough. <laughs> if you work hard enough, lift yourself up by your bootstraps. Um, what I was thinking the whole time you were talking about that is one of the biggest issues when it comes to, like, we know when it comes to space travel and, like, colonizing other various moons and planets around our solar system is water. And so, obviously, we couldn't do this on, like, somewhere where there is no water, but, like, somewhere like Enceladus or um, Europa, where we know for a fact they have saltwater oceans underneath the ice. Like that's a huge thing, right? Am I wrong? Europa for sure. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of ice. I do know that from a comic book I read once. <laughs> nice. There is Europa has a has a liquid like salt water. We assume ocean um, underneath, and then did we end up finding water on Mars? I feel like we did. Yes and no. So water ha- or water Mars has somewhere around like a quart per square foot of okay. like soil like quarter water per square foot of soil um that sounds like a buttload uh a quart per square foot that's that's what i was reading but it's it's like it's in the soil like we can't necessarily get to it without some sort of method right. of extraction yeah hmm. Hmm. i also don't know the salinity of it because if it was like super salty that would be something we could also use this magic new efficient anti-salinator i can't talk desalinator desalinator yeah we'd have to ship one of those to mars so we could move there let's send elon up there for a year (laughs) you'll figure it out yeah let him live up there for a year first Mm -hmm. and then maybe then we'll go 
And we'll send Matt Damon just for <laughs> just kicks and giggles. Also, just to get him out of here. The maintenance guy. He'd be the maintenance guy. And Seth he knows how to grow potatoes. That's true. Seth, you said whoa four times. What's up? Um, so I knew that like access to water, clean drinking water, is that's like a looming issue, mm. right? Yeah. Coming up. But what I said whoa to is that like uh, this article says by 2025, half the world's population is expected to live in water-stressed areas. Ooh, that's not too far away. Half, yeah, in five years. So we can figure something out. Get on those desalination plants. We'll There's not going to be you. a coast left in the world that doesn't have <laughs> maybe desalinators. Not. Yeah. Not. So that's crazy, though. That is crazy. Does that help or hurt things when it comes to like? So say that like, say that we end up using water from like the ocean. As our primary source for, um, like drinking water, does that do anything when it comes to like rising sea levels? Does it like maintain? Keeps them or down. Do you think, do you think that mm-hmm. we have enough people to even make a dent in that? If we can it. slurp up all that ocean water, maybe <laughs> just like slurp it up from the end. Just like <laughs> maybe we won't up. have to move. No, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it makes much of a difference because then it just goes right back through, right? Yeah, I mean, the water cycle is a thing, right? Yeah. Water doesn't stay in your body forever. Maybe not your body. <laughs> blub, blub, blub. We're, we're like, what, 97% water? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Never heard someone say nice about just, like, the <laughs> chemical. and Nice, humans. That's a lot of water. <laughs> lot of, good job. You guys are doing great. <laughs> uh, it's not a perfect score, but it's pretty good. Seth, if you think that's impressive, let me introduce you to a little animal called the camel. It'll blow your mind. Do you think they're more water than we are? Probably not. I just know they can store water. Yeah. Yeah. I bet their tissues, I mean, their tissues, I'm sure, are like pretty, are about the same. Super saturated. But like, they also carry a whole crap load of water in their hump. So like. Is that fat, by the way? If you're considering that part of their body, then I would say they probably have more water in them than we do. Is it also, is that a myth? Is that real? Huh? That's real, right? They, um, okay. They store water in there or like f- just fat from food? I don't remember. No, I've, I've the myth, or not the myth, this, the thing you, you always hear is that it's like they store okay. water in their hump, but I don't know how that. The hump is not used for water storage, but camels can go long periods of time without water. They <sighs> drink amazing. large amounts of water up to 20 gallons at a time, and then Whoa. they just kind of use that up. That's crazy. So it is yeah. a myth. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. It's a myth that they just like store it. Right, like, but they're if the, once they start getting dehydrated, their little hump will kind of droop. Oh, all right. So we can safely say that camels are equal to humans in terms of <laughs> water composition. Yes, we can mm. safely say that. Here's a fun fact about <laughs> camels: a typical camel can drink 200 liters with 53 gallons of water in three minutes. That's very quick. That's a whole lot. Yeah. They have massive stomachs. Oh, my God. They have to. Oh, my God, dude. Imagine that. They're huge, though. And camels are really big. Can you? Large. I forget how big they are until, like, I'm at the fair or something like that, and they've got them. They're large. God, that's a massive animal. (laughs) Sorry. I just had to figure that one out. Camels are weird. They're, like, the weirdest looking. They might be the weirdest looking mammal. No. Hang on. Platypus is a mammal, mammal right? No, it isn't. Platypus no, it is a mammal. Platypi are adorable. Platypus? It's, it's one of those weird freaks that it's a mammal and they can lay eggs. Yeah. And it has a uh, Pretty venom. sure it's the only mammal. Yeah. Mammal. It's Echidnas the lay eggs also. And they're well, venomous. Well, I mean, but it's very similar they're to the a platypus. They're the only venomous mammal. Yeah. Egg-laying mammal. Yeah. See? They are the only venomous animal, though. He's right about that. Is it echidna or echidna? Not a clue. What it's was a C H. It's spelled with a C H. I know that. Yeah. What was I looking up? I don't remember. <laughs> Echidnas. Nope. No, you were looking up weird animal. Oh yeah. <laughs> weird looking mammals or something like that. Oh yeah. Did you guys see that picture of the baby platypus that was like going around on Twitter and stuff? Yeah. That oh my god. <laughs> Joe like, Rogan was doing a lot of that. It was like a. It looked like a little Pokemon. It was so cute. 
think they came out and said that wasn't a platypus. It was something else. What would it have been? I think like it was an echidna. However you say that. Echidna. Echidna, whatever. It looks like a side duck. That's the weirdest looking mammal right there. Yeah, that's pretty weird. I want to see. That is a... Um, it's like a deer with a camel nose. Not oh, even a camel nose. Oh, yeah. I've seen those at like some kind of Dude, zoo. that looks like something out of Star Wars. That's not the weirdest looking mammal. What? He's like working on it's elephant. It's an truck. elephant deer. Okay, here we look, go. Let me look again. Also, I can't find them. Are way weirder. Well, you're looking at anime. I'm. I'm not sure that counts. Well, this definitely doesn't. And plus, count. that's just a basic bear. It's called the Sagi Antelope. Oh, that's a moon bear. You're looking at Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. No, that's not a Pokemon. This is from oh, Avatar. Wait. So in the the Avatar Nickelodeon series, Avatar: The Last Airbender, they, they like combine a bunch of different animals. So this is a platypus bear, which is weird. Hilarious. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And then there are like a bunch of animals like that That's that weird. are just like combination. This podcast has taken a very strange turn and I'm for it. What's your next topic? Uh, so the other one also relates to renewable energy stuff. Um, we got like a mellow energy tonight. Everybody's just kind of like. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty Well, mellow. it's a Monday night. <sighs> That's true. Mondays suck. Yeah. I was very productive today, so. It was a good Monday. I was not. I was very productive, but I didn't like it. <laughs> it wasn't stuff I wanted to do, if that makes sense. Mm. What is it, Seth? Uh, so I honestly don't know all that much about it, which is a great way to start off. But <laughs> <laughs> We're going to roll with it. Basically, there's it. a, uh, also related to Tesla, they built a big battery, in quotes, in Australia. Um, it's just a giant Duracell in the desert. Yeah, it covers like a ton of ground. Um, How big? So big. Literally a ton. So it's like a hectare, which I don't really know what that means. I was going to say, you said a word, but I don't know what that means. A hectare? Yeah. Like an old Mexican uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Close. But, uh, so this... Facility was built in 2017, and already this last year it saved them like 75.78 million. Dang, dang! A jump from what they saved the year before, which was 26 million. So yeah, it's a pretty big jump. Yeah, significant savings. Hmm. So, but I guess the way that it's it saves is that it's like able to respond faster to. Energy spikes because right. you've already got it in storage. You're not having to generate the power right like, on uh, exactly. on command. Is our energy spikes like a problem in Australia? I, guess? I mean, they're a problem pretty much everywhere. Oh, and that's like that's, I know nothing about the power grid. <laughs> well, that's been yeah. That's what, have you? Did you ever sign up for like smart hours or whatever? With no, no. But I, you, I run this crap twenty four seven. You you're aware it exists though. Right? I am aware it exists. So they can. They can model and know that, you know, um, energy usage is higher at different points of the day. Yeah. Right. Which like when people are going to be using it. So it's generally like in the summer, in the hottest parts of the day. Okay. Stuff like that. The air conditioning is going to be working more everywhere. Um, like 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. when people are getting home from work. Exactly. Okay. That's like yeah. the critical time pretty much because, you know, they want to cool the house down. They're going to start cooking for dinner. Maybe they'll put a load of laundry in, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so that's like, those put the most pressure on it. And mm-hmm. it's it's more like capacity of sending it out all at once, uh-huh. you know, as opposed to, that's the problem. It's like. Because basically like with renewables, like if it's running, then it is. But like. Yeah. It's, it's easier. You have to have some kind of battery to yeah. really make it work. But it's easier with coal or something like that to kind of like fire it up more. You can, but the wind's only blowing as hard as it is, and the sun's only shining as bright as it is. You can't turn it up. Yeah, and you always, you always are going to lose some in transference, right? Like, sure, yeah. There's no perfect system yet. Yeah, and so that's a problem too, because like if you have to, 
with solar, you know, if you have to transfer it and mm-hmm. save it for a long period of time. Like, well, that's, yeah. Well, back, going back to your point about, um, like, desalinators, that was one of the biggest things, the biggest reasons why it hasn't worked is because there's no way to, like, transport it without losing significant, like, yeah, water and, like, energy. But anyway, going back to this, sorry. That's just related. That's fine. The, uh, the business insider piece I read on the desalination, desalination talked about like treating it like Lego constructs, like you could scale it up different sizes Ooh. is the idea for the future. So they're not there yet, obviously, but huh, seems pretty sweet. That is cool. Making it like modular. That was the word I could not remember. I was like, there's a word for that. What is it? Modular. Modular. So, I mean, just thinking about that, it blows my mind that anything works at all like that we <laughs> that we have like a uh, a literal power grid in the u.s that like we can just flip on a switch and we have electricity you know that's like stable and you don't have to worry about like it's it just pretty wild turning off that's insane pretty dope also the fact that we have you know like people that just we have like traffic laws and people just follow them like they just do that's crazy mostly Compared to other Enough. places. Pretty good. I was oh, going to yeah. say, good. we are far better than like some other places in the world. I've heard stories from like constructors that have gone to like the Middle East and they're like, oh my gosh. I see a crazy YouTube video every once in a while of like... <laughs> Russia? I was going to say India, but it's oh. just like, it just looks like a flow of traffic that like yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Because you're like, I don't know why you stopped and you went, but... Apparently, it's their turn now. So. <laughs> a long time ago, I read an article in, like, Hot Rod Magazine, and it was about these guys that had, like, muscle cars, and they were going to drive them across India. Oh, no. Which is kind of crazy, but, like, they were saying that, like, you know, it'd be a highway, and you'd have, like, four lanes in, like, both directions, but as long as there's nobody coming, like, it just turned into eight lanes one way. Oh, my God. <gasps> like, it would just spread out, and, like, so people could have room or whatever, I guess, <laughs> and then you just collapse back down if there's, like, trucks coming. Or Man, I can't whatever it happened to be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, the one I remembered was just seeing like an intersection, and it like it just looked like flow, like weird flow, and then all of a sudden like a bunch of people are turning left across yeah. traffic, and it's just like. And there's always like okay. a dude driving a motor scooter with like yes. a whole bunch of like chicken cages like on the back yes. of it or something. <laughs> huh. Or like a just a like a twenty foot stack of pallets like on the back of like a Vespa. Like. <laughs> Ten people holding on with like their finger. People riding on it, like yeah. Let's go, man. The fact that anything works is just astounding. I don't know, like the fact that we have, like we're talking about, like a like a stable, like way of life in this country, or just like this planet in general, like that we exist. I don't know. I'm about to get real existential. I need to stop. As I say, don't draw attention to it. People are going to be like, oh nope, not anymore. And then you're just going to throw the world into chaos. Is that how that works? Yes. <laughs> you're going to jinx it. Yes. <laughs> no one's ever pointed out that, wow, this just works before. Just stop talking about it. And it all falls apart. <laughs> We're going to wake up tomorrow and like the world's going to be in like utter chaos. It's just Mad Max rules. And I mean, more than it is, I guess. No. Yes. More than it is. Sorry. God. You guys are ridiculous. Now, that is one thing that I've been like, I've been uh, just thinking about. I, I had like a really weird existential. I have about four existential like panic attacks a month. Um, I don't. I don't have anxiety in like a traditional. What are you looking at me like that for? Four. Is it less than that? Is it more than that? It's more than that. It just depends on what's going on. It depends on what you're watching on Netflix. Okay, I don't have anxiety in the traditional sense. Like I don't get like social anxiety. I get anxiety. I'm like. Why does anything matter? Nothing matters. What's happening? Where? Hey, I get that too. Like that happens to me a lot. Um, but I was driving home from work the other day and I was like, why do we, why do we exist? Like what what is anything? <laughs> and I uh I like had to stop and just calm myself down cuz I was like, what, what is the answer, Josh? <laughs> I didn't I didn't Tell have me. it. That's the That's Tell me. That's why it persists. That's why it's yeah. still a problem. Cuz like I was I was thinking like, okay, uh, the the road I went down was like, so if you go from like a religious aspect, like or a religious aspect, aspect perspective, yeah. perspective. I was trying to say both words at the same time, and it came out 
aspect. It's like, okay, so God makes everything. It's like, well, then who created God? Well, you can't ask that question because like, oh, well, God is just God. And so like, no, there's nothing bigger than God. It's like, but what What if there is? What if there isn't? What does it mean? Turtles all the way down. And then I was like, but what if it's like the other way around? What if it's not like, you know, what if it's just like nothing matters and like the, the Big Bang like just did its thing and like everything came from like a cluster of particles and there's just this universe and it's like, what's outside of it? Nothing. Or something? I what is why 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 are things the way that they are? Why oh. do you need to know? I I want to. Mm. Because like you want to know what's the point of anything, right? Like that's why you want to know. Yeah. Like okay, so if everything is just particles and chaos, um, which is what the current quantum like theory thinks, everything's just like uh, a movement of particles, and eventually all the particles will fizzle out because that's the way our universe works, and then nothing will be here well there'll just be nothing a big vast emptiness like no heat no cold nothing because all the particles will be gone because all particles have a half-life um what does that mean <laughs> like why why are we in a stable state you know sorry i'm ranting i haven't had like any time I mean, to like quantify this into like a cohesive stream of thought and it's it, just chaos right now i think the answer would be it seems like a stable stable state, state. Man, my god i can't say that <laughs> Um, because like we're looking at such a small time frame, mm-hmm. like our scope is so so narrowly focused, yeah, that it can seem stable. And I mean, you're talking like billions and billions of years. Yeah, absolutely. The, the heat death of the universe, basically. No, this is beyond the heat death of the universe. Because with the heat death of the universe, like everything fries and it's, but it's still there. This is past that when like the actual the like particles, the universe. not even that when like it's, it's literally the entropy of the universe. Like the particles just cease to exist. Right. And so there's nothing. What does that mean? You think about that way too much, bro. I was going to say. I'm here for I it. I know that's not. I don't think no, I'm here for it. I know that's not like helpful. It. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, just enjoy the ride. Like, what's it? <laughs> But, yeah, you just want to know, like, what's the point? Because that should inform, like, what you're supposed to be doing. Are you supposed to be doing anything? Does any of it matter? Yeah. It matters. Does the decision of what you do, like, have any effect whatsoever on anything? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, how far do you want to zoom in? You zoom out far enough that, like, yeah, that obviously nothing you doesn't do matters. Matter. Well, yeah. like, okay, so... like. If you zoom out far enough, nothing on Earth matters, period. Right? Like, yeah. Well, and if you go far enough in the future to like literal entropy death of of all things, then nothing matters that way either. Well, why don't you just focus on like yourself in like your little. No, I do. This isn't like a constant state. Like I said, this is only like a couple times a month where I panic about this stuff. Stay in your lane. Don't think about this stuff. Stay in your lane. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm just. Saying. What are you saying? What if this it is, sounds like you're what saying? What if this just is don't my lane, Nate? Use your friends and family to insulate yourself <laughs> from uh, the inevitable nothingness, cold, bleak nothingness of the universe. Uh huh. So, like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I just. Like oh, you you were talking about like a stable system when it comes to like actually I was talking about that I brought that up that's my fault <laughs> but that just kind of made me go down this rabbit hole that I was thinking about the other day like why is why the other day why is this is Friday last Friday and no no it wasn't it was the Saturday Tuesday before that <laughs> why is is that what she said yeah why is like we. We have a. Why do we have a stable system? Why do why because are we able we to? Can. <laughs> because we no. I don't mean like I don't mean like physically, like <laughs> sociologically. I mean like in general. Like we have a star that's just hanging out in the center of our solar system. It is our, literally the center of our solar system, and then we just like orbit it. What is? Because we can. It's nice though, right? It's pretty cool. I'm glad. It's pretty cool. I'm not upset with it. I don't know. So like. When I was working at Home Depot, that's when like the last eclipse happened, uh-huh. and so we went out into the parking lot because we, like we had eclipse glasses and stuff, and like we were looking at it, and I was just 
commenting on like I was like how dope is it that like the moon from our perspective is like the same like size as the sun and they just like perfectly like blot each other yeah. out. I was like I'm not saying like because I wasn't like making the argument that like oh God's obviously real or anything like that. I was just saying uh-huh. like that's pretty sick. Like that's a really crazy coincidence and like yeah. it's just a neat feature of being able to live on Earth. And so, like, I said that, and then, like, a couple of people were, like, looking at me. One lady was like, Nate, stop. Like, <laughs> Just let us enjoy the moment, Nate. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know. I just felt really, wild. Yeah. I felt really privileged, like, getting to watch that. I was like, if you lived on any other planet, I feel like the, the odds of that being lining up that way. No, be. they're astronomical. It actually is kind of a, so, one of the biggest arguments that people use for intel, what? Intelligence design. Go, no, go one, ahead. One of the biggest arguments people that use for intelligent design, whether it be God or like that we were placed here by something else, is the fact that our moon is so perfectly placed with our sun, like distance wise, and that like they just they line up with a one for one ratio, that the odds are like ridiculously like impossible. It it doesn't it's it shouldn't have happened, but it did. Yeah, it's pretty neat. There's always that one case. I like. Does it. that mean we're just living in a simulation? Earth number that's, one. I mean, I think about that no. a lot. I think about. Don't that even a lot too. don't go down that rabbit hole. That seems the most likely explanation to me, to be honest. <sighs> does it? I don't know. I think about. <sighs> does thanks, it? Thanks, guys. Thanks. You guys get to have this discussion and then leave, and then I have to deal with it for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, but now you're going to just talk about it and keep me up until 2 o'clock in the morning. We're all a simulation. Or what about the fact that bananas fit perfectly in the human hand? (laughs) (laughs) That's because we, like... He was... That's a meme. He's talking about a meme. Oh, it is a meme? Yeah, yeah. It's like from an old like VHS video of this like no, it's not even be it's it's Kirk Cameron and some preacher talking about why evolution isn't real because bananas fit into your hand. Yeah, he's like, look at that, it's perfect. What? How does that disappear? He's like, can you can peel it and it's Which got is, it's like a perfect handle. Oh, it's, and he it's, like eats a little bit of it and you're just like, what in the hell is happening? And it's hysterical also because he's like basically engineered. We did bananas. we genetically engineered bananas to be that way. Yeah. And his argument was that God made them that way, which I'm not saying that like God didn't create bananas, idea. but I'm saying that's not a good argument. That's a terrible argument. It's really funny. I was going to say, yeah, that, that that doesn't even, like, make sense. I wish Chase were here. Um, His head would explode. Dude, I bet you Chase has so many things just in his pocket for just this conversation. I was going to say, like, and he like, hasn't been here. In his pocket. <laughs> he just pulls out note cards. He's okay, a, I was imagining just bananas, like. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to put that right there. Save that one for later. <laughs> I don't know. I would love to have an existential podcast where we just talk about like all of yeah, Josh's existential it. dread. I'm here for it. And uh, why potentially nothing matters and that maybe we're just all in a simulation. As long as you figure it out by the end of the podcast. That's not going to happen, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, people have been wondering about this stuff for thousands and thousands of no, years. No, you guys. But we're going to solve it in an episode. You're going to figure it out. It might be four and a half hours long, but you'll figure it out. If it gets figured out, someone would have to be the one that did it, right? That's true. So why not this podcast? Yeah. Why not five why not idiots? You heard right it now. here first, folks. I was referring to the five <laughs> staple guys. You're, you're a guest host. You're not included in the idiot unless you want to be. This is the podcast with all the answers. I want to do an episode about like what is consciousness also, because that is another thing that I think about a lot. Oh, I don't no. think we've ever talked about that. That one hurts my brain. Wait, have yeah, we? Have we talked about that? Yeah, for sure, we've talked about consciousness. Oh, dang. I'm not no, opposed like, to doing it again. There's lots to cover. Yeah. Just saying. I'm I mean, here for the conspiracies. Let's go down that road. But what if someone designed consciousness, Mary? No, no. That's what a was that one we talked about? Maybe the, the uh, deepest conspiracy. Josh, the weird subreddit. You're the one that brought it up. I bring up so Breaking out subreddits. of the loop or whatever. Oh, um, <laughs> two seconds. Right, oh, randonauts. Randonauts. Maybe. Huh? Ran- randonauts. Right. That was it. It's r slash randonauts. Hmm. They are, we talked about this like six episodes no, ago. No, no, no. They get like instructions from. From like an AI bot that tells them where to go and then they go there and then like things happen in air quotes and it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mm. Let's go. What are y'all doing tonight? I want to try it. <laughs> Can you say like within so many miles of like a certain zip code? Yeah. Oh, then really? A half mile. Mm-hmm. So that's about as far as I'm going to travel. All right. So I'm like, saying we should try it one night. 
Or afternoon, maybe so they don't get murdered. Why not? That sounds like fun. Yeah, probably afternoon. Just go to the nice part of town. Just say, like, this is my little window. <laughs> it gives you an address, and you're like, mm, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Where refresh, is that taco refresh. restaurant I like? Refresh. Okay, that looks pretty good. Ah, burrito. Ooh, now I want taco revolution. Ooh, something good always happens in Mexican restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, burritos. Have you guys ever noticed and that? Nachos? Crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Margarita. <laughs> See, me and Seth, we'll we'll just have an episode where we just talk about like existentialism, deep, existentialism, yeah. and deep philosophies of why does anything matter? It doesn't. I, but does it though? That's what I'm asking. Nope. It all boils down to just be excellent to each other. I do like that. Be nice. Give everybody hugs only if they consent. <laughs> Mary doesn't get to be on the show anymore. <sighs> Because she talked about consent. Jeez. <laughs> Josh out here with his no consent hug. Wow. No, I meant the fact that she's just like shutting me down every couple seconds. Somebody's got to. But not without consent. That's it. You're off the podcast. You're off the show. <laughs> it's fine. I got two other ones I can do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? We've gone 52 minutes. Oh, no. Nope. I'm up for just talking. I love hanging out with you guys. So. Yeah, we could just keep talking. That doesn't exactly make for good podcasting, but at the same time, eh, eh. who cares? Did you buy that? Uh, did you get your Into the Spider-Verse album? I ordered it. I did not get it yet. Mine came in today. So I saw on your Facebook. looks awesome. Did I post that on Facebook? Yes. Oh, I posted it on Instagram. Yeah, Never mind. on your That's Instagram. Right. I mean, that to Facebook. basically goes to your Facebook. It does. I forgot that they're linked. I don't I uh, think about it. That movie talks about parallel dimensions, which is something I've also been thinking about a lot lately. Man, that always like breaks my brain a little bit when it's like you think about how many choices mm-hmm. to create how many like alternate universes. Well, okay, so if you look at many world worlds theory, which is like a, a <laughs> shut up, Nate. <laughs> it's a uh, like a theory of quantum mechanics uh, or quantum theory in general. So many worlds theory says that like you only create splinter universes when you observe um, a quantum entangled particle. Um, but like every choice you make doesn't create one according to this theory. Okay. Um, that, that doesn't mean it's right. It very well could be like literally every choice you make. But according to this theory, it's whenever you like we observe something like an entangled particle that say it goes left. Well, if it's entangled, it also has to go right. And so by doing that, we observe one and then an alternate universe is Ooh. created where the other one it happens. behaves the way it does because of the way that you're observing it. Yes. But the other possibility also has to exist. Because it has to happen. Yes. So there has to be... Another universe out there. Yeah. Multiple universes. For those possibilities to mm-hmm. all occur in. And there's also the theory that like... Why not? Why not? There's also the theory that everything occurring in our universe... And like the Big Bang and like all the things that started and like created our universe happened, but that doesn't mean that there isn't like we're not like a soap bubble in like a sink, like pushing up against another one that is like has its own rules and its own laws and like started right. in its own point and maybe doesn't have time or maybe has a different type type of time. Um you know, that kind of stuff. It's weird. It's like fast forward. There's like a fast forward universe. Oh, okay. <laughs> or like sideways time or maybe time is a physical thing maybe time is a particle in that universe I'm not like very creative I guess <laughs> because you were like different kinds of time and I was like different kinds of time what would that look like <laughs> and then I just saw like the VHS lines and like shit just going really fast <laughs> and I was like then sure. that was funny to me because that was <laughs> stupid and then that was funny to me <laughs> It's good when you explain your own jokes. That makes it <laughs> worlds better. No, so it was funny because because that was so freaking stupid. Uh, do you guys ever like start laughing at your own joke before you even finish the joke? I've definitely done that. Usually because it's yes. like this is dumb, but I'm gonna yeah. say it anyway. Yeah, it's usually because it's so dumb. I can't remember what it was, but it was something with Heather, and it was just such a dumb joke that I like could not even finish it. And a lot of times, like what. Before I make a joke, if I start laughing at it, it's because I just thought about 
how somebody is going to react to it. Right. Like, so, like I could imagine a situation where like I would come up with something that I think is really funny, but I think it's going to upset Jelena, and like <laughs> that's funny to me. So like then I'll like I'll laugh like as I say it because like I'm just ready for the. I know what's about to happen. Yeah, that's great. I don't know. All my jokes are always funny, and Mary laughs at all of them. So <laughs> that sounds right. I don't yeah. know that that's true, but it sounds right. It sounds accurate. Yeah, it feels accurate. And in feels, the end, isn't that what matters? Feels, that's what matters. We just How it that's feels. it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we just did it. We just we just did it. We done did it. How long did that take? Fifty six minutes. Nailed it. Beat that. Beat that time. Nailed Other it. universes. I'm gonna stop us because <laughs> I'm <laughs> living in a simulation. I mean, but what if we are though? Like, does it matter? No. But, well, but does it though? In what way? So what if? Okay. So what if we're ask better yeah, it questions? Doesn't, it doesn't matter in the sense that like it shouldn't change how you act. No. Right? Yeah. It shouldn't. But does it matter in that like what if we are working towards a point? What if we're a calculator and we are literally just solving a problem, and then once that problem is solved, forty-two. 42. <laughs> there you go. Once we hit 42, you know, how many roads this man walked down? It's just turned off. Like, what if? What if? When it's five times nine. Well, when I say calculator, I don't necessarily mean like a physical, like, number calculator. I mean, I know that's still a hitchhiker reference. Oh, no, I understand. Because, like, they try and do it to get to the answer, and then they give up, and, like, one of the things, like, does it wrong, anyways. Like, gives them a bad. Bad multiplication problem. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was the first time that I like started thinking about like existentialism. Ah oh, man! And it like it like put into words a lot of stuff I had been like yeah trying I mean, to. I thought about it a with. lot before that, but yeah, it kind of like he handles it with such great humor too. Yeah, like well, I think I was fourteen when I read it the first time. And like, see, I was older. I was nineteen. I might have been closer to that. I might have been. I don't know. I was definitely like junior high. high well, school. you wouldn't be 19 and in junior high. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I was probably, I was, I was probably I was literally <laughs> in college. I was probably 14 or 15 when I read the first one. And I was just like, oh, this guy understands. He gets me. <laughs> he gets it. And he's funny. What is the line where he says, in the beginning, God created the universe, which wasn't well received by critics or something like that? A lot of people thought it was a bad idea. Yeah, this was generally. Yeah, what was it? I had it, and then I lost it. But yeah, this was like generally believed to be a, a bad move. A bad move, <laughs> yeah, something like that. In the beginning, the universe was created. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> widely been regarded. I'm going to reread those. It's been a long time for me. I would, I would reread them. Yeah, it's been about. But I have like 85 things to read right now. That's true. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Mesa Radio, everybody. Oh, uh, that was that's still <laughs> it's happening. It's like boom. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, soon to be Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us at BlackMesaRadio.com. What a great website, you guys. Um, beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the a best. wonderful. Yeah, it's a great place for great. People. <laughs> the best people. The best, the best people. people. Only the best people. So you can find other Some shows. of them are murderers. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. You can find other shows uh, like Storm Season, which is an NBA podcast uh, with, I guess, three fourths of the people in this room right now on it. So yeah, we talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder and things adjacent to them. You can also find Moms Who Wine, which is Mary Sue. It's mom show yeah. with other moms where they drink wine and they talk about mom things. They, they mom real hard. Yep. We do. So, if you like that kind of thing, check it out. We have some other shows. Uh, we have another show coming in May called Shake, Battle, and Roll, which is going to be a D&D live play experience. So, be ready. You guys have anything else you want to say? No. Good. Waffles? That actually sounds great. I know. I'm really craving them. Bye. Let's go. Do you I guys have anything you want to eat? I'm leaving it recording until everybody says what they want to eat. Oh, waffles. Bread. Mm. Uh, pork cream. Mm. Bye, everybody.